You are listening to the sermon stream of the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. Psalm 25, as we said as we began uh, tonight's hymn, Teach Me, me Thy Way, O Lord, uh, we'll notice uh, that phrase as we read. So Psalm 25. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame, and let not my enemies exult over me. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation, for you I wait all the day long. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his ways. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Who is the man who fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the ways that he should choose. His soul will abide in well-being and his offspring shall inherit the land. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him, and he makes known to them his covenant. His eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he will pluck up my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Consider my affliction and my trouble, and forgive me all my sins. Consider how great are my foes, with what violent hatred they hate me. O guard my soul and deliver me. Let me not be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. My integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his trouble. So there we see the constant call to, Lord, lead me, Lord, direct me. Lord, kindly remember me, the one who's humble, the one uh, who is a, a, a listener. Uh, he will be taught, and the Lord will teach him. We also notice those three confessions. Verse 7, remember not the sins of my youth or my transgression according to your steadfast love. And verse 11, for your name's sake, pardon my guilt for its great. And verse 18, consider my affliction and trouble and forgive all my sin. And so here we have uh, David pleading to God for his steadfast love, for his, his mercy, for his grace, on the basis of the fact that he follows the Lord. But he doesn't do it in a way that says, well, I've always followed you. It's not the rich young ruler saying, well, yeah, I've been keeping the commandments from my youth up. What does he say about his youth? Oh, it was full of sin. 
What does he say about his life now? There's sin. Forgive me all my sin. What does he say about his sin today? He said it's great. And so even while he is faithfully following, faithfully walking in the ways of the Lord, he recognizes he stumbled. The Hebrew writer tells us that we're to lay aside what? All that weight and those things that encumber us so easily, that easily encumber us. How easy is it to get trapped up in, in sin and wrapped up in it? It easily happens, even while we're doing our best to fix our eyes upon Jesus. So we recognize this, hum, this humble repentance is a part of walking with the Lord. Uh, well, as John would call it, walking in the light. And so when we come to things like the next verse, which is uh, chapter 26 or Psalm 26, verse 1, when it says things like, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. The same author can say, I have trusted in God without wavering. And he can also say, Forgive me I sin, my sin, it's great, and forgive me of the sins of my youth, and uh, forgive me by your loving kindness. Both those things can be true. And so we don't think about uh, these uh, calls to God on the basis of faithfulness, on the basis of walking with integrity and walking in an upright way, we don't contrast that with confession of sin. We don't make it, uh, you know, these things to be separate poles, separate positions. I can have integrity and righteousness, or I can uh, have sin I need forgiven. Confession, humble, continual confession of that sin is the thing that keeps him in integrity and righteousness, isn't it? Because what would Solomon, his son, say? First uh, Chronicles 6, 1 Kings 8, 46 as well, I believe. He said, there's no man that doesn't sin, right? And John would say, if we, don't, if we say we have no sin, we make him a liar, and the truth isn't in us. And so in, verse 20, in Psalm 25, we see these things working together. The humble walk before God, the walk with integrity before God, yet also that walk in integrity and righteousness in humility, confessing sin. That's the man who can fear the Lord and does fear the Lord. That's the man who can be taught. Again, verse 11, for your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity for it's great. Who is the man who fears the Lord? Well, partly it's that man who says, my iniquity is great, Lord, help me out. Who's the man who fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way that he should choose. And so then hopefully we're not in such great iniquity anymore. But we're, we still recognize that these, uh, these things so easily entangle us in this world. So we make this humble uh, prayer to God, this humble confession uh, to God, noting that we trust if we are led by him, he will, as verse 15 says, pluck us up out of the net. Uh, he'll, uh, when there's times of distress and troubles, uh, verse 17, he'd forgive all our sin. Verse 18, and then you contrast that, David says, to my foes, they have violent hatred. They're not walking in this way. There's no humility in them. And so in my integrity, verse 21, and my uprightness preserve me. Well, how do you have integrity and uprightness? When you have this confession of great sin, sin from youth. Well, because you are confessing it and you are forsaking it and you are uh, going to God asking for his forgiveness uh, and taking his instruction in the path that you should go. 
So verse 20, or Psalm 25, I, I find this to be a psalm of great comfort. Uh, I find that to be a psalm that, you know, like, like we said last week uh, in our Hebrew study, uh, you know, the Psalm 95, it was an ever-living exhortation. Today, hear his voice. Well, Psalm 25 is an ever-living example to us of the humility with which we should walk toward God and the benefits of doing that very thing. So with that then, Psalm 25 is yours. Tonight, if you need to come confess Christ or confess sin, the invitation is given as we stand and sing. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available online at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.